Sup, Buzznet! In reference to a podcast, back at you. On a murder Monday? Or is it money? Money. Money Madness Monday this week. You literally forgot within two minutes. I did. (laughs) It's It's literally not even two minutes since the last episode for us, and I forgot. Yeah, it's getting late. It's, yeah, it's bedtime. Yeah, my bedtime was... 22 minutes ago. All right, so hit us with some money madness. All right, so my sources were Rolling Stones article, Bellagio Bandit, How One Man Robbed Vegas' Biggest Casino and Almost Got Away. Almost. Almost. Only counts in two things. Or she's in hand grenades. All right, so the robber is Tony Carleo, I think. The time... Oh, wait, let me, let me restart. In a world where Tony Carleo is the robber on December something, 2010. Fuck, the penguins just lost. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Fuck, the penguins just lost. We lost two to one. The worst. Are they, like, out of the playoffs, or? I think we're still in it. I haven't. I like how I ask like I care. Yeah, I know. You just care because you want to watch me have a heart attack. It is fun. Thanks. Okay. You've never you've never gotten to watch yourself watch hockey. <laughs> it's entertaining. I'm sure. I don't watch it as much as I used to. Anyway, okay. Bedtime. <laughs> okay, so the robber is Tony Carleo. The time is December 2010. At this time, Carleo was living in Las Vegas after a failed attempt to make it in... Pueblo, Colorado? Pueblo? Yeah. Stop turning off, phone. God, let me just turn you on. Uh, You're not doing it right if it's not turned on. I guess not. So in Colorado, he worked at a family bar and a limousine business. Uh, He also worked as a DJ. He was a drug dealer. Then he sold roofing out of his truck after hailstorms. Man, he's just like all around. He's a well-rounded businessman. You could say that. Probably not a legal businessman, but... You know, that drug dealer part. Probably not even the roofing is legal. Yeah. He then started buying rental properties, but because of the market crash, lost all of his money. So he liquidated everything that he did have left, and that was $30,000, and that's what he used to move back to Vegas, where he started taking classes at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, in hopes to go to med school one day. I don't think he's going. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> so during a break in classes, he gambled away all of his $30,000 he had left. And one night he was invited to a poker game at the Sun Coast Casino. This was five days before he robbed the Bellagio. And he started by robbing the Sun Coast Casino poker room, which is 10 miles off the Las Vegas Strip. And he got away with $19,000. Listen, if I stole $19,000, I'd probably be set. Uh, well, he also just gambled away $30,000. Don't worry. He gambles away the nineteen too. That's not surprising. That sounds like he needs to uh, call one of those gambling hotlines they have everywhere out there. <laughs> the night he was robbing the Bellagio, he was hyped up on cocaine and Oxycontin and was still feeling confident about the first robbery. So... Around 4 a.m., he parked his motorcycle outside of the Bellagio. He's stealing with a motorcycle? Yeah. So, 
parks his bike on a service pathway with the front tire facing away from the casino. He so can jump on and get out. Yep. Um, and he entered, he entered the Bellagio wearing dark coveralls, rubber gloves, and a motorcycle helmet with the visor down. Now, I know it's 4 a.m. If I saw that walk into the casino... Expect like the helmet, I'd be like, "Oh, he, this guy's trash." But like when I saw gloves, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" And if they were rubber gloves, like if they were leather gloves, I'd, I'd be like, "Oh, he got off his motorcycle." Like like rubber gloves, like what, is he gonna murder us? Yeah. Would be the first thing I would think. Yeah, I'd be like, um, check please. <laughs> you guys have like a alarm button we can push. <laughs> um, he also had a gun in his left pocket. Although he is quoted as saying he didn't intend to use it for anything other than a deterrence, but you have to have bullets in it, otherwise a gun is just a paperweight. I don't necessarily agree with that quote. One object. Yeah. So, as he approached a craps table, he shouted at everyone to move and then shoveled chips into a backpack he wore on the front. Then flight or fight response kicked in. He was like, oh shit, someone might try to be a hero and stop me. So he ran. So he didn't steal actual money. He stole chips. So then he hurried up and left. And on his way out, a valet tried to stop him. But he waved the gun and the valet fell back. Was he like, ah! Yeah, that's what I pictured too. I was like. <laughs> he didn't even I touch assume- him. He just fell backwards. Well, I assume it means like he just moved out of the way. But I was thinking, I'm like, oh, the- he pulled the gun and the. Valet just like fucking fainted. Like, oh no! <gasps> oh my! Oh my word! <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, he got away with one point five million in chips, but because he stole chips and not cash, he would have to go back to the Bellagio to cash out. <laughs> Dumbass. This was great. This is, this is my favorite quote from the whole whole thing. I already told you this quote. He went back the night after the robbery, and he said, and I quote, I felt like a big swinging dick. I just jacked this place, and now I'm going to cash in everything I took. But, like, the smart thing would have been to do it, like, slowly. Don't worry. He didn't just go in with, like, 1.5 mil and was like, hey, cash me out. Cash me outside. How about that? They would catch him up. Please do not come for me, bad baby. Bar- bad Barbie? Bad baby? The head, the heavy. Yeah, it's just bad. She doesn't like when people mispronounce it. I hate it. It looks weird. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> off that topic, but if he she did could that, kick my ass. But if he did do that, they would have catched him outside. <laughs> They didn't catch him outside. Spoiler alert. Okay. So, at the end of the night, he had no trouble cashing out the first night. Because he went back the night after the robbery. A couple of nights later, he went back to the table that he robbed. So, the craps table. And he started playing craps. The group that was around the table was talking about the bike bandit. A.K.A. Tony Carleo. Eventually, casino management took notice of Carleo because he was considered a high roller. So he was signed his own casino host who lavished him with steak dinners in a $600 a night suite. That's almost as much as our room for the entire week. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, over the next few weeks, Carleo blew thousands of dollars on drugs, women, and gambling. He claims that he spent $5,000 on a four-hour handjob at a strip club. <laughs> Homegirl. For one, she got strong wrists. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have been cramping up. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm proud of you. Get your money, honey. But, god damn, I don't like anybody enough to spend four hours with them. Especially doing that. Yeah. Like, can't we just talk for four hours? Like... I'll give you, like, one hand job, but... But was it, like, the worst of it was one continuous, like, you... I mean, he could have taken some Viagra and had that four-hour-long erection. Fair. You never know. I mean, I'm not judged. Or it could have been four hours because he couldn't get it up. Could be. He was on... He was on drugs. All right. So, more than a million of what he had stolen in chips were $25,000 cranberry chips. So the computer systems track if gamblers have legitimately won so many big chips, and Carlio's name obviously did not appear on that list, and he knew that he couldn't just cash in his $25,000 cranberry chips. So he's smart. He knew. I mean, he was stupid that he robbed the place, but... Anyway, on New Year's Eve, Carlio's friend from Colorado was in town and suspected that Carlio had lost over $100,000 just on New Year's Eve. <laughs> I wish I had $100,000. Uh, Carlio says he was snorting or smoking at least 8 80 milligram Oxycontin a day. That's expensive. Put and mean in lines of cocaine when he started to nod off. Milling? I don't know what I was trying to say. Anyway, he would snort a line of cocaine whenever he would start to nod off. So. He's fucked up on drugs. A poker dealer the cops ended up calling Leo was the one who ended up blowing the whistle. P.S. Not a copy and paste. I came up with that. Uh, Leo said... Not that I came up with that saying. He just came up with it for like right then. Yeah. Leo said that there was a poker player who once said he had a fantasy of stealing casino chips. Remember when I said he was smart? Nix that. (laughs) With the help of cashiers, they confirmed that Carlio was buying into games with chips and not with cash. On January 13th, they tapped his phone. There was a group on 2plus2.com dedicated to the Bellagio heist and how the robber would unload the stolen chips. Carlio joined the message board, as a narcissist would do. And his username was Ocean Spray 25 and he said he was from Canada. I don't know. None of that had anything to do with the story. I just, you know, random facts. Well, weren't they called Cranberry 25? Well, they were $25,000 chips that were cranberry in color, yes. So that's probably why he picked Ocean Spray. Cranberry juice. I think that's giving him a lot of credit. Well, why else would he have picked it? Like, 25? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Maybe he is that stupid to pick that. <laughs> Could be. I guess, yeah, now that you say that, I, I don't drink cranberry juice, so I would never associate. I had to stare at it for 10 years. That was your only job? You just watched Ocean Spray Cranberry Juice? When I wasn't concentrating on the orange juice. <laughs> Uh, 
You you left that one wide open. A recreational poker player from Virginia, Matthew Brooks, posted asking the hypothetical question, how many potentially worthless cranberries would you accept for a legit 5K chip? Immediately, Carlio messaged him and the two talked. Carlio sent Brooks a picture with two chips saying, Biker Bandit, 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 and had, had the date written on it. Brooks sent it to the Las Vegas police like the smart guy he was. Like, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah. A few days later, Carlio was at the Venetian and playing in a poker tournament. As he was about to head off to eat and do a rail of oxy, Kian Cave, Cava, Cave, K A V E H. Cava, Cava, Cave, Cave. Yeah, we'll go with Cave, eh? Cave, eh? So Kian Cave sat down beside him and introduced himself and said he heard Carlio had 25k chips for sale. Carlio says he should have left the country then and there. Cave introduced him to a guy from New Jersey. Let me let me rephrase that. Cave introduced him to quote unquote a guy from New Jersey named Dominic, who would be the buyer of the chips. Over the next few days, they met and hashed out the details for the trade of the chips. After the final trade, six Metro police officers stormed a bathroom where Carlio and Dominic were trading chips and money. Dominic was a Las Vegas police officer, Mike Gennaro, and Kian Covey was his friend who agreed to help. He had nothing else to do with it. He just was like, eh, like I'm bored. You, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> as long as I get credit for helping. <laughs> yeah. Carlio was sentenced to nine years in Nevada's Lovelock Correctional Center, which is where O.J. Simpson was. But if you think our guy learned his lesson about gambling. Probably not. Yeah, you're right. Allegedly, he is gambling stamps with other inmates on football games and says he's coming out mostly ahead. So, here's my thing. You can get murdered in prison for stuff like that. But, like, also, I mean. They need to give him, like, counseling for that. Yeah. I mean, the dude has a gambling problem. (laughs) Fucking real. Could you imagine losing 100k in one night? I'd be like, eh. I mean, I can't even imagine having a hundred k. Support us on Patreon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not kidding, but yeah. So he, al- I mean, he was smart. He almost got away with it, but not quite. He was his. His issue was his downfall. Besides the fact that he only got chips, was that. He just kept gambling. Well, for one, if he would have not grabbed twenty five thousand dollars chips and just grabbed other ones, he would have been he would have got away with it. Yeah, because the way that he first started like cashing them out was he took money from, like when the poker game that he first robbed was money. So he bought into a poker game with that, and then like slipped one of his five k chips in, and then went and cashed out. So yeah, he would have just done. I'm not condoning what he did. We're just saying he could have did it smarter. Think smarter, not harder. Oh, I was just admiring how long this nail polish has lasted. Just chip off. Find us on Instagram at in reference to podcast, Twitter in reference to Gmail in reference to podcast at gmail.com. And help support us on Patreon and help Wikipedia as well. 
Patreon.com backslash in reference to. It is my bedtime. I need to take my contacts out. I gotta be up in seven hours. So deuces. I'm, deuces. <laughs> on that note, until next time. <laughs>